AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Now here is a feel-good story. Rod, this episode is all about you today anyway, so... Welcome aboard. Happy to be here. Yeah. Mm. Now hiring. Tampa man who was fired from his Amazon job for allegedly having sex in the truck has been offered a new job. Good for this brother. Oh, that's what's up. What's the job? Brother's name is Taiwan George. And um, we all saw the video. Rod, as a matter of fact, I think you brought it up. Yeah, in a segment where uh, there's an Amazon truck sitting out there on the curb and a white woman barefoot. It come out the back of the truck. I think third, she said she was really needed some shoes. And yeah, she really, shoes. yeah, she was trying to get that drop. <laughs> really needed some shoes. She had on slides, but go ahead. You got a seven and a half in there. I got a little, I got a little cash and a little ass for you. I'm just saying. You know, Amazon did some detective work, pulled up the truck, looked at the tag, realized it was Brother George, and fired him. Since that time, the man has gotten a job at a construction company. And we celebrate you, Brother George. We celebrate you. Because when God closes one door, he opens another. Won't he do it? It has better places for you to have sex on your job. Won't he do it? What can he do at a construction mm. job? Have you been on a construction site? There's lots of little nooks and crannies you can take somebody off in. Yeah. It's just open concrete. I mean, all they doing out there, all they doing on the construction site is erecting things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wink. My name is Roy. This is Rod's Relationship Fair. Yeah. Maybe. God bless the legal department for allowing <laughs> us to do this again. <laughs> we did that first relationship fair a little earlier this year. I think it was back in February. We decided to give Rod a little bit of runway. And we... But this week, Rod, we're going to talk about the military. One of the highest rates of divorce mm-hmm. is the occupation of enlisted soldier in the United States Armed Forces. 
Why do you think that is, Rod? Because it's too hard to not fuck other people when you're halfway across the country and the world from your significant other. So we're going to talk to a series of people that are some are currently enlisted, some formerly enlisted, and we're going to help break down this particular workplace relationship phenomenon. If you're new to the podcast, now we talk about every prism of employment on this show except for relationships at work. We leave that strictly for Rod, and periodically we check in with him. Rod is by far the most, I don't know if this is, he's the most fuckingest person of all (laughs) of us. That's not a word. Yeah, the singles, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. He is the most sexiness. He is. Sexiness? His Mm. crotch is the most moisturized. (laughs) What do you Mm. want? I'm I'm spitballing here, Jacqueline. I'm running out of this. Spitball it. Stop it. Well, I don't know what you're doing. You snowballing. So, <laughs> 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 Shut up, so, nasty nigga, ride. That's my dog. That's my motherfucking dog. Don't Google that. <laughs> I will never Google anything. Juggling <laughs> snowballing so is. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> So I I want to talk today, you know, about what it is. What is it about the job of soldier that makes you want to cheat more than so many other jobs? And we're going to talk to people about that and break that thing down. Oh, speaking of which, as will be the new tradition on Rod's relationship fair until this contract is fulfilled. Jacqueline, you have to give us one of your engagement stories. True. You know my favorite. You know my favorite, Jacqueline. Jacqueline has been engaged four and a half times. I have. This is a bombshell to me. I didn't know. I don't know what the half is. I got engaged for less. I was about to say I got engaged one time. That was it. The other three would have been crazy to me. I'm, I'm, I I'm, bought wow. a wedding ring at Zales. I'll tell the story another day, but I I was going to propose to a girl. That sounds more No, we're going to do your shit. Don't, don't reverse it. <laughs> she be smooth like that. Yo, you should just try to make that move. Mm. 2003, I bought an engagement ring. Let me tell you something. You want to know somebody who really works hard at their job? Mm. A jewelry salesperson who doesn't want you to return an engagement ring because he had already spent your commission in his head. Oh. <laughs> Real spiel. This mother, mm. this motherfucker talked, he turned into a, you want some free relationship counseling? Buy an engagement ring, then take that bitch back and see if they don't try to give you every reason to work through your problems. How, how long was it between buying the ring and giving it back? It was a week, so he thought he was going to hit the ring. So oh, the yeah, check had put been a down cut. payment on a car. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> a week. Oh, that nigga was out the door. <laughs> he was ready to go, bro. Right. I walked back. I walked back into Zales in Century Plaza. Zales. Hey, it was two thousand three. I didn't oh. have a lot of money. <laughs> That's an important detail. <laughs> that ring was seven hundred dollars. That was a lot of fucking money. Ooh. And, Whoa. I fucking walked back in that Zales. That motherfucker looked at me. Oh, you came back for a charm bracelet too, huh? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. The week before, he tried to sell me the charm bracelet. And I was like, nah, I was waffling. I'm like, I ain't got enough. And I only got a 700. Just give me the ring. Mm. 
When I came back, he thought I wanted the charm bracelet. I pulled that receipt out. That motherfucker liked to cry in the store. Oh my god, he was so hurt. So hurt. And and I'm and I'm explaining to him. He's like, well, well, why why you why you why you call it off? I mean, you know, you know, you don't want to you don't want to be brash about it. You don't want to just be jump to no conclusion, like, bro. I'm in Birmingham. She lives in Macon. She's. I found out she's back with her child's father. Like at least he's back in the picture. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, but they got a kid. You got to give them some grace. And, uh, <laughs> Damn, like, sir. They can try to sip you out for them. You know, son, patience is a virtue. Maybe you know, it was just maybe a one-time just, thing, man. Right, you just might wait it out. It just might have been a random dick appointment. You know, like maybe that's I mean, she's still to, down for that's you. That's how he tried to like, frame it. He tried to frame Damn. it. I mean, she love you. You love her. You know, ain't nothing. But do you, you love her, brother? Through. Have you talked to her about it? Have it's just a baby. A, it's just one baby. Oh my God, he wanted me so hard. Nice try, Jacqueline. Engage no, 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 story, no, 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 no. I need to give a point here to the man listening to this show. The national average of an engagement ring is $6,000. Make sure you come in no less than $6,000 so <laughs> do not marry this woman because you cannot afford to marry this woman. But go ahead. Let me make an addendum no, to that. Uh, fellas, <laughs> the same fellas Jacqueline was just talking to, the national average for divorce is 50%. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. You are correct and I am correct. Church. You You won't talk math, goddammit. It worked both ways. I'm with you, so we're both correct. Make sure he or she is who you really want before you walk down that aisle. Because that is a job that you do not want for real. Make sure you don't spend too fucking much either. Yeah, six grand. Man, I'm glad I was engaged once. I was not six grand. I was a teacher. Fuck, I look like buying a six grand ring. Like, are you kidding me? Bitch, I I got a road comic living with my mom. What the fuck did I look like? $700 was about two months' salary for the year 2003. Oh, God. You better be happy I put together the GID, goddammit. Fucking six grand. Six grand. So we have members of the, we have veterans of the United States military standing by waiting to tell us stories of a lot of banging that's happened abroad and they're going to help us dissect why that happens in this particular occupation. But first, Jacqueline. Yes. As will be the new Rod's Relationship Fair tradition. Yes. Tell us one of your four and a half engagement Mm -hmm. stories, please. I'll give you a short one. It was New Orleans. I won't tell the year because that'll give away the guy. The baby was dropping. I'm having a grand time. I turn to to my right and this dude is getting down on his knee as the baby is dropping to ask me to marry This is New Year's Eve. They dropped yes. the baby, the little king baby thing. Okay. Oh, Everybody I'm already thinking is... that she was in a maternity ward and this is some yeah, weird shit. They pose in between like... contractions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's their glitter. That's their Times Square glitter ball in the world. Yeah, okay. like in Mokil, right. they do a moon pie. But um, so I look to my right. This guy's getting on his knee to ask me to marry him. It's like, oh my God, oh my God. And all I could think about is all of my credit cards are maxed out. I cannot get home. Yes, I'll marry you. Oh, fuck you. Oh, 
Roller. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's and, hardcore. And, and then, how long did that engagement last? Oh, mm. How long have y'all been dating? Before you answer that question, how long have y'all been dating? Okay, it's weird, but 12 to 16 months, if I date you seriously, you ask me to marry. I don't know what it is. So maybe 14 months. Can I say the ignorant thing here? Like, am I wrong? I don't know. But basically what Jacqueline just said is when she put that thigh out on a nigga for a yeah, good I'm 12 months. Right. I tried, this thing I'm you know, they want to get you, married. Jacqueline got no, that thigh out. No, yeah. Got that thigh out. I, I don't even think it's that, third. I think, and we have all been but around. She said after a year. She said after a year motherfuckers is like marry me like what else like they just talking about movies and Dairy Queen and and, and going to Chick-fil-A and eating fish sandwiches everything that Jacqueline touches is better after she leaves it and that is part of what attracted me to Jacqueline as a co-worker when we started working together on that pilot in Comedy Central you just Mm -hmm. notice things and so I could imagine any man the sex is one thing but Mm -hmm. when you make a man a better man Oh shit, she the win behind a motherfucker? Oh yeah, you got to lock that shit down. You say yes. I'm married now, shout out to my wife. In the middle of the French Quarter, you say yes because you was broke as fuck and you didn't want to get put out on your ass. Mm. And then what you ask her, Rod? Now how long did the engagement last? How how long was that engagement? Because you you said yes because you needed to get back home. And obviously... You didn't want to marry him. That means the relationship is over with. So how long from the time you got back home did it take you to go, not only do mm. I not want to marry mm. you, I also mm. don't want to see you tomorrow. Mm. Mm. I think less than two months, but I know when it happened in my mind. We were at a Two months? That means he done yeah. told everybody right. he married. I didn't know. I was oh. young at that time. I didn't know how to just say what I needed to say and move That's on. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I was young, but I knew when it was not going to work. We were at a Chinese restaurant. I mean, he got my girlfriends together, and we were supposed to go and sit. He was a sweet guy. We were supposed to go sit down and plan this wedding. They're sitting there planning a wedding, and all I want to know is, when is the next round of chicken coming out? That's all I can think about. <laughs> wow. I knew right then I was not going to marry him, and I told wow. him that night. GG cold, bro. <laughs> JG Cole, bro. I ain't mad. At least you knew, though. I, I I appreciate you knowing and being honest with the dude once you once you figured it out versus dragging it on in the sake of just being in a relationship. That I appreciate. But see, he wasn't honest. We agreed when we got into this relationship. Nothing serious here. Let's travel. Let's hang. Let's have fun. I'm game. Let's do that. And then, uh, nobody can do that with him? you. Jaguar acts, exactly. like acts like she doesn't know who her she charm is and, her and how she is. Jacqueline, if you if you spend an hour with Jacqueline, it is very easy to see why niggas is in a rush to get married yes. to her. You're yes, kind. thank you. That you can you can you can deflect all you want, but there is a quality to you that if a man, the moment he glimpses it, you don't need to date for five six years and all of that shit yes uh, right now on the filthy streets of new orleans i will get down on one knee and that thou yo ain't hurting it you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful rain now he he did good he did good in the rain department he didn't go to well, sales 
No, he did not go to Zales. (laughs) First off, shout out to Keithy and Terry. If this gets back to you, brother, I'm sorry (laughs) that whatever you had planned on that money. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry that I did that to you. Keithy and Terry. Oh my God. We, we, cool. Mm. We Facebook for he's a good dude. That's a solid <laughs> ass dude. Oh, and one more thing, I'll tell you when it's time for me to tell the next story. I'll tell you about the next guy who went and got loose diamonds because he built the <laughs> engagement ring. Yo, what you be doing to these dudes, Jay? And, like real talk. Like yo, y'all can talk all this nice esoteric bullshit that y'all want to talk. Blah blah blah. Blah blah. Jacqueline putting that thigh out on these motherfuckers. That's thigh out. Loose diamonds is thigh out. Loose diamonds is thigh out, bro. That shit's hard work. That That ain't no help meet equally yoke shit. That's (laughs) not. This dude was out on his knees and knees in the desert looking at damn courses trying to figure out their diamonds in the sun. An average of 6,000 a ring at four and a half. Well, no, four and a half engagement. That's five rings, third. What's the math? 6,000? 30 G's worth of rings. Minimum, you've seen $30,000 worth of jewelry. You said no every time. And one well, you said is walking around wearing one of them that I said no to, but that's a different story. Uh, ask her how she knows she wearing the recycle ring. <laughs> you know no. what I'm saying? I was really no, about the ass that. shit. That's the question. That, uh, how the fuck does she... No. I'll let it go. I will let it go. We'll do that I'll let on it the go, next relationship, fam. I will say that did, that did. That was my first thought, Rod. I'm glad you said that shit because that was the first thought I had. Was, how the fuck you know? She wearing her, ooh. Mm. Let's get this relationship fair started. JG, who was this first decorated veteran that we got on the line? We have Rita, and she hails from Jackson, Mississippi, where she discovered her love for music at a young age. She joined the Army National Guard at 18, and she served for nine years. Since launching her comedy career in 2013, Rita has hit the road with comments including Kevin Hart, Ricky Smiley, and Cedric the Entertainer. Today, Rita will be telling us a bit about her relationship history during her time in the military. Hi, Rita. Welcome. (laughs) All I know about you, Rita, and you can fill in the gaps, all I know is that you was married to a man, and then y'all got divorced, and then you was gay. And I assume you you still gay. Huh? I, I, I'm I'm not trying to talk about it like it was a phase. I'm saying that Jacqueline. it definitely wasn't no phase. <laughs> yeah, no one phase. Freedom. Now my grandmother would like to still think it is, but it ain't. <laughs> now, first of all, I served, but I ain't served, served. Like I didn't get deployed. I was in the okay. army band. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, like in the Revolutionary War, the brothers with the with the drums and the trumpet and the flag. Yeah, that part out there for no reason. <laughs> it wasn't for no reason. Now we we were we were building up morale. You know what I'm saying for the folks who was actually out there fighting. All right, now. That's that's what I need. When somebody shooting at me, like, well, nigga, with an 808, man, like, you got to get us amped up. <laughs> <laughs> but what instrument, Rita? What instrument did you drums. play? I, I played the drums, yeah. I wasn't going over there. They they tried to send us to Uzbekistan, and I had planned on get pregnant. I didn't have to do it, but I was always figured it out. I ain't going over there. What, what I want to do over there? So that's a little known thing about women joining the militaries. They got it easier getting out of it. Dudes be having to shoot themselves in the foot and shit. Women get to, oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Walk me through the whole don't ask, don't tell, freaky deaky side of the military. Graduated from Jackson State, joined the Army at 18. 
and Don't Ask, Don't Tell was a full-blown effect. And the idea behind Don't Ask, Don't Tell, according to Bill Clinton, was that they didn't want people to disclose their sexuality because they thought it may lower the morale of the troops if there was some disagreement about, well, this soldier is gay or this soldier is lesbian. So that's what they... Now, I openly gay soldiers... Yeah, facts. <laughs> oh, oh, openly gay soldiers seems like a good ass idea to me. I, if you want yeah. anybody leading that cadence, I would want it to be Billy Porter, Lil Nas, but whatever. Hey, mm. Facts. Yeah. yeah. So I had to fake straight. I'd follow, I'd, I'd, follow, I'd follow Billy Porter in the battle. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, oh, Billy, yeah. Billy can get you ready. So I had to you fake straight that whole time. I had to fake like I was a heterosexual that entire time because I didn't want to get kicked out. How does one fake? Walk me through just a regular day on base faking being a lesbian please it, girl it's some good dick over there off base <laughs> let's go to the sports bar and see if we can get some dick am i right girl yeah it was basically like that me talking because <laughs> i was a virgin you know what i'm saying i knew nothing about oh, it I was a man version. I wasn't a, a vagina version. Okay, but I we had to take baths and showers together. You know, you all had to the try women hard to not get caught staring. Yeah, I'm just looking straight ahead. <laughs> no matter what direction the titties went in, I could not look. <laughs> no watering eyes. That's not fair. <laughs> so that's how I ended up. I Word met up. my ex husband in the army, and uh, mm. he was like the first guy I was attracted to. Nice, swole, had money. And I was like, man, this. I'm. I think I'm attracted to this dude. Like, I shocked myself. Uh-huh. And we, like, well, we damn, Grandmama was right. It was just a phase. Let that's me go right. and get a little bit of this meat. Yeah, twenty four year phase. And uh, <laughs> met met him and. We ended up getting married. I'm spit my uh-huh. and, uh, Did you feel pressure? Or was it like, I mean, I'm not even trying to unpack your marriage to a dude here. I just wonder how much of the societal pressures of pre- presenting yourself as straight contributed to you deciding to marry this man. Oh, a shitload. I mean, I honestly thought that God had sent this man to, to stop me from going to hell. I ain't bullshit. Like, I was wow. like, oh, okay, God, I see you, you know. But I, I loved him, you know. I just uh-huh. was not able to sustain the things that is required of a woman, a wife, to uh, keep her husband, you know, <laughs> giving head. I, I could so not you with your eyes closed. <laughs> continue doing that. How did this come about when you told him that this marriage is no longer going to work? And how is his self-esteem right now? I, I was kind of honest with him when mm. we first met. I said, you know, I've been involved with women. I just didn't tell him that it had been for my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I didn't tell him that part. He was actually the face. Then let's get to it, Rita. You know, talk to us a little bit about the time in the service and why is it you think that this particular occupation sees so much infidelity you know now some basic trainings and some platoons are just women or just men and i was in fort jackson south carolina and so when we got there the first week they told us don't be in here fucking and it still (laughs) happened they they were in the janitor's closet fucking you know what I'm saying? They, yes, girls got married. These are married soldiers, people with relationships back home. Well, yeah, that's what they said when they got there. And then on the, the first <laughs> week, it'll be like, yeah, I got my, my girl back home. And then when you get there, you ain't had none in a couple couple months or a couple weeks. All of a sudden, that girlfriend don't exist anymore. And I mean, I was writing at least three women back home. 
You know what I'm saying? I was, I was waiting on them damn letters. What? Yeah, I was 18. Uh, what? Right? Shit, the world was open. I ain't mad at you. I just wanted some companionship. That shit, you get very, very lonely. So I was writing whichever women was interested in me, I was writing all the asses. So how much, <laughs> let's just be real. Let's just go and get to the shit. How much did the army turn you out? Like if you was if you was on the bubble lesbian before you got in the army, when you finally signed your papers and were like, all right, I'm done. It's time to go do comedy full time. It's time to go write for the Emmys on CBS. When you got out the army, give us a percentage of how lesbian you was before versus like you became full fledged like staff sergeant. Like you went from private lesbian to like lieutenant colonel lesbian. Like give us a run. Yeah, like. I'm I'm right. I'm the, I'm the coochie general at this point. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, right now. Tell him, tell him you went to officer training school, you went to OTC and everything, huh? I felt like I was turned out in the army cuz I lost my virginity to the ex-husband, you know? So, after I got out of the army, I didn't feel uh the need to I guess be patriotic. You know what I'm saying? It was just like I'm I'm just going to be all honest. Right. I was talking shit about Trump at that point. And it was it was all good for me to come out, you know, uh, post army yeah. because there was no consequences, you know. Mm. But while I was in, True. it was it was like a, a great thing to be in the same unit with your husband and you know just being in the South. I felt like those were the the best things to do to to keep mm-hmm. the peace, you know. Mm-hmm. Why can't someone make it four months just being faithful to whoever they got at home? Because there's mm-hmm. too many opportunities to not be faithful. It ain't like going to prison, you know what I mean? It'd be different if you weren't around people you could have sex with for four months, but spending four months in a situation to where y'all kind of back in high school or college, essentially, people fuck. It's just natural. It's just like interacting with your coworkers doesn't lead to fucking. It's talking to them outside of the job is when y'all get comfortable and start fucking. You can't mm-hmm. keep it that professional, so to speak, in the situation where, you know, when y'all do a drills, it's cool, but when y'all out of drill and on downtime and everybody's just kind of kicking around being themselves, it's time to start sucking and fucking. That, but that first time you see a soldier outside of their uniform, that shit's like a whole new world. You're like, oh, that's what you got up under that uniform. It's, it's yeah. the intrigue. You know, because we see each other in uniform like we're like just little zombies. And then when it's a it's a, a unit party or a barbecue or some shit, you know, it's like, oh, OK, y'all real people. This ain't no soldier shit. Yeah. You know, you got you got ass under that uniform. Right. right there we go. Right. You're you're a commanding officer uh-huh. and you find out some of your subordinate officers, some of your corporals and shit. You find out that everybody's fucking in sex train going on all types of consensual shit would you still be comfortable taking those soldiers out to do whatever the mission is do you think they are more capable or less capable now that sex has been introduced into their work dynamic I personally would have to separate them into the pimps and the simps and I wouldn't take those simps out with me (laughs) (laughs) say words Say I can't have two niggas arguing over a woman that don't really belong to either one of them in the first place. My counter to that, Rod, is that if you and a dude are both feeling the same girl, 
You know, we both going out in battle. Let's just say her job is to is to fix the tanks when we get back from the tank battle. Mm-hmm. And you and me out there in the tank battle. Mm-hmm. And some shit happened where I could just let your ass die. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I might have to go and let you die, dog. And I'm going back and hit that when I get no. back to the barracks. That's because you simping. And I wouldn't let you. <laughs> I, would, I, would go, I would go to our commanding officer and I would tell him, listen. I don't really give a fuck, but Roy's really like pissed about us sharing the same fucking tank mechanic. And I don't trust that nigga with my life. He on some whole shit. <laughs> don't let him come and watch my back. <laughs> but we we are missing, we are missing what I believe to be a clear opportunity here. Because we keep talking in terms of the male relationship, the hetero to, you know, the Rita, I gotta ask you because you have this perspective. It is a different thing. Like, you know, sometimes I, f- I feel like men, we tend to look at these situations, we take it from, you know, the background that we can. But in my experience, the women, the lesbians, like y'all are just a little bit more vicious out there because you don't really know who's talking to who sometimes and shit. And like, it'll be a whole nother world because the men are only going to be concerned in man shit. Like they're not, they don't, they miss the signs right in their face. You know what I'm saying? Like two women will be talking to each other and one dude will swear that he's got a chance at one of them. But he ain't got a chance in hell. He has no chance, but he doesn't think that it's the military, the machismo aspect. How does that aspect the shit fly out in terms of the relationships in the military because it's a different game it ain't the same yeah you know what well, I'm woman to woman like, relationships are different yeah d- describe the difference in those dynamics within the military i mean women are just more discreet about their shit mm. you know i think for men uh they like to display women or you know oh, this one i'm fucking i'm fucking you know so and so she just got she just got a, a a promotion and that's who i'm fucking it's more braggadocious uh, if women are fucking around, yeah. more than likely there is some kind of emotional connection and there is uh, an exchange, you know, and if they probably both have something to lose as well. So there's going to be a mutual yeah. respect. It's going to be more secrecy. And I, that's that's just the yeah. way it is. And, you know, yeah. some some women, some heterosexual women. They don't necessarily consider themselves uh, gay, you know. They just mess around. They just yeah, like a little yeah. cat every once in a while, you know. what I'm saying it's just, just like it a little bit, like a Newport. I just have a little, I smoke a little coochie. Yeah, every once every once I smoke little, when I drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Rita Brent, we thank you kindly for coming on the show. You know, your comedy is all over the dials. Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, uh, Epics uh, has your unprotected sets. Uh, comedy special, and of course, True TV's Laugh Mob, Laugh Tracks. Uh, where we touring this summer? Just get it. Let the people know where they can go to find you, homie. All right, RitaBrent.com. The Born Funny Tour is everywhere. I'll be in America's Georgia in July, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Hammond, Louisiana. I'm going back to my hometown, Jackson, Mississippi, in September. And the last time I was at home, mm-hmm. I came out of the closet on stage so I gotta come with something different this time so that was that was three years ago you put that on video that was on video yeah yeah Yeah. oh wow so and come through one more thing I wanna say and acknowledge and give you flowers for Rita is that and you do it at a mile marker way before I had the courage to is that you put other young comics on and that you give game to other young comics and you add people to the show who you see worth in you're watering the other plants while you yourself are still growing mm-hmm. so for that I applaud you I wish you nothing but the best Respect. thank you for your motherfucking service 
And um, <laughs> I'm glad that you were able to find yourself in the Army. Yes, man. Uh, shout out to the veterans, man. That that is not an easy job. It was easy for me, <laughs> but it's a lot. It's a lot going on in the on the mental health spectrum. Uh, suicide rates are high. Homeless rates are high. So support veterans when you can. And shout out to my ex husband, man. Great dude. You know, what I'm saying it didn't work out, but he's still doing his thing in the military. So that that was a a great time while it lasted. You know, what I'm saying, but I I I really did enjoy my time in the army. So join the army band if you play an instrument. It's easy. Do that shit. <laughs> get that GI Bill. Get that drill check. Get that tuition assistance. You, I got a $6,000 bonus when I signed up, man. Oh. If your ass play the flute, the clarinet, if you sing, get your ass in the Army band or the Navy band or the Air Force band. That shit easy. Do it. It's a great Do deal it. for all those people all right. that don't get invited to HBCU bands. Yes. <laughs> just like you want to go play, a, you want to play some white college band, or you want to go get some extra money out the military. Daddy Hell is yeah! Rita That's Brown. That shit, sign up. Thank y'all. Enjoy Thank this. Y'all, Thank y'all, you so much. Thank, Thank you, Rita. After the break, old Uncle Derek is gonna be checking in. Uh, but he served sure. in the military, and uh, I'm I know he got some stories. Buck wild. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm ready. Rod's Relationship Fair. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Rod's Relationship Fair. For the second time here in the Deuce Deuce. We uh, just talked to the homegirl, Rita Brent, proud of Jackson, Mississippi, and talked about her time getting turned out out there in the National Guard, out there on the base in between repelling drills. Ooh-wee. Is that how she framed it? I don't, I don't remember that part. She said she, said, she said she got turned out by the meat in the Army. That's what she That's said. It. That was her exact word. She said the meat. <laughs> She, she got turned out by the meat in the in the army. She that's what she said. She wasn't even interested in the meat before the army. Yeah. Then she got the meat and was like, I don't even like the meat. That's what she said. She came in vegan. Right? <laughs> Straight up vegan. Nothing but tofu. I don't remember. 
We are talking about jobs, you know, where there is a lot of infidelity and a lot of, you know, a lot of drama in these particular occupations, Rod. And I think it's only fair that we get to the bottom of it with another brother who proudly served his country. Uh, JG, I'll let you introduce him since y'all have become good friends over the last year. It's our favorite uncle, Uncle Derek. Yeah, you who... <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Recently back from Vegas also, but I'm not going to tell all your business. What I told you. We're rapping about infidelity in the military and what is it about this particular occupation that lends itself to such a high rate of people having sex either on deployment or their spouses back at home cheating on them while they're gone. Now, now, down south Georgia girl, Pulled up a little research here for us. Appreciate this, Rhonda. And these are some of the jobs with the highest divorce rate. Bartenders, flight attendants. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Telemarketers, textiles. So what I did when I got married, when I knew I was going, I would take my wife home and come back. So she wouldn't be there. Not not believing she's going to do anything. What do you mean take your wife home before you got deployed? I would take her back to Charlottesdale from Texas or El Paso, I mean, uh, uh, Louisiana. I would take her home to her parents. Now, she could meet somebody so at Wait home. a minute. What in the pimp shit is this? You <laughs> need a chaperone. I'm with you, you Uncle Derek. <laughs> wait, you would go put your wife what? in storage. You go put the coochie in storage in Mississippi where you knew could nobody get to it. Yeah. It lowered the likelihood of somebody getting to it. If it did. It might it might have been one of the guys back home or whatever, but the soldiers wouldn't because I know I used to wait. Uh, Come on, wow. you good. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> we up here Dolomite style. Uh, say what you got to say. I remember uh, I was in when they were passing with Company D, and dude named Sidon Brown was in Company A. I would wait till his car pulled up in the lot. Oh and my god! In the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. And my 21st birthday? <laughs> oh, my God. And we're off and running. Let's go. <laughs> Why did you choose to bang this man's wife? The women always say they ain't got nobody. They ain't married. I've been in their house. No. I've had to jump out of two story windows. I've had to house before I And you just at some girl's house. This is another soldier. Yeah, you don't find it out the label. See, women will take their rings out and say they ain't married. And you will believe him. Mm. I won't go to a woman's house too quick now. That's a Even setup, at my man. age now. Yeah, I, I never go. Because she, she, she can exactly. quit the man, it's but don't make the man move, with her. Man. You never know. You never know. And a man always mm. know how to get up in his house. Mm. And so you're in the house. You hear the keys jingling up in that lock. That when she <laughs> said that, my husband. So if, if it's a two story, I can, I can jump the back. I know how to jump and roll without hurt something, you know. I've been almost as the high as three stories had to do when I was young. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That parachute roll, yeah. baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, while the soldiers are on leave, have you heard stories? Give us some stories about the married men that you've been, you know, out there in the shit with 
who found out that their wife was pregnant back home. Oh. Mm. How did those brothers carry that? Well, most most of the time, they might try to get the boy, but the baby's there. Uh-huh. You know, if you're married, it's yours. I'm sorry, what? If you are married and she get pregnant oh, by somebody, yeah. right. legally, mm-hmm. it's yours. Right. Whether you signed a birth certificate or not. It's 100%. Mm-hmm. If you sign a birth certificate, right. if you get a blood test, it, it takes years to get out of being that baby's father right. legally. And if y'all pregnant, it's yours. You got within mm-hmm. five years to, to yeah. petition it. I got a friend that's going that's a through it now. That's a hard thing to get out of. And if you don't sign the birth certificate, if y'all married, the state automatically says it's yours. That's right. Talk a little bit about, this is what I really want to ask you about, because I know you've been over in Southeast Asia and the South Pacific. I've heard stories of people in the military having whole ass families overseas. Like, like fuck putting your wife in storage yep. in Mississippi while you're gone. It's motherfuckers in America who got a whole nother social security number, got a whole nother family that's just living in Taiwan or Vietnam and all of that. Talk to us a little bit about those soldiers. Yeah. I had some where I, I would pay the rent living in and they would feed me and everything else. And I would be almost like they, I'm promising them. I'm going to take the marry them and take them back to the States. Cause once you marry them, bring mm-hmm. back to the state, they become citizens. But when you get married, your ETSD, ETSD uh, day come up. What is that? You What's don't the let them ETSD? know. You just gone. When you get ready to uh, leave okay. one station, one base to another, and so you just, you, you just you ghost, the, you just about to say, can we talk about the brilliance of what he just said? That's brilliance right yeah, there, this bro. Is he said you just bounce. This is true. Look, when I grew up in a military family, I don't know how many times living overseas, you would hear these say, tell these young these young enlisted dudes, don't mess with the nationals because like he said, the second that they touch American soil, if you marry them on a foreign soil, the second they touch base, they're now citizens. They're now citizens. And, so, and there's some girls out there, some women out there, not all for the record, but there's some women out there that's real scandalous with it. Just because they don't speak English don't mean they don't know what the fuck they doing and shit. Yeah. So if they, they, they know the game, it, but they understand. They know the game, the game bro. <laughs> and so what, what Uncle Darius is saying, personally, I fully, fully agree with and have, you know, whether it's wrong or right, giving that advice to many of my single friends who have enlisted and, and, and lived overseas. Because that foreign, that foreign should catch you up quick, bro. It'll catch you up. And, and when they get over here, where everybody So, Rod, I know that there is a number of reasons that men cheat, and a lot of them is just, you know, it's, it's opportunistic. We've all, most men have all, you know, dabbled in that mm-hmm. type of activity. We're all ears. Well, I mean, the dudes just, you know, men traditionally don't have any emotional connection to sex. So it's a hard concept for men to grasp. Of, no. Well, you all have the sex with one person because you're in a relationship. Is it, what, what does that have to do for women? Yeah. With sucking and fucking. It's like yeah. you go to McDonald's. Yeah. Don't mean you don't like Burger King no more. It has nothing to do with each other. What drives someone, and this is only something you see in the military, what I'm about to ask you, right? This is the military, and there are hundreds of international jobs where you can work abroad as a contractor or work for whatever bank in Hong Kong or Dubai. Why is it specifically the military where they have a whole ass family set up overseas? Mama, baby, the kid got school day pictures, (laughs) the whole shit. 
and you got a whole nother situation. You got a whole it's, nother relationship in the, the The convenience is just because it's it's there. That, that it's it's an convenient. easy opportunity. So, but if you just wanted to fuck, just fuck. Why right. are you setting up? Why you got a cable bill in Taiwan? I mean, but it, it's still the convenience. Like it's harder to get away with that at home. But you can do whatever you want to do on the other side of the damn world. It's so hard to get caught cheating doing that. You can just go all out. Out of sight, out of mind. They're not going to complain. They just have the few mm-hmm. dollars you give, spend the time, hoping that That's you can take them Y'all back both living the in that fantasy. And then you leave, and there's no harm, no right. foul. She's still where she was born and was doing fine before you showed up. That's that's beautiful. No, it's not beautiful because they might not ever see their father or mother again. But I'm gonna stay out of this. That kid might that kid might end up going to the pros or something. You know what I mean? You know, write a movie about that kid with that rediscover their birth father. You play harder when you got no daddy. You have to think of it like this. If if she was over there all those years, didn't have a husband, didn't have a kid. You giving her that relationship and leaving her with the child, that might have been the only opportunity she ever had to have that. So that's the that's, dumbest mess ever. That's, heard. A, that's, a, that's a beautiful story. To me. <laughs> no, it's not. I, that's I it's dumb. Beautiful. I think it's wonderful. You can't you can't stop this, man. It's like it's like when people get into relationships with professional athletes and whatnot. It's just you have to accept that right. this hmm. is a person in a situation to where they're living in a fantasy world, so to speak. And they're going to take advantage of these opportunities. Right. Now, you can be with them, but if you're expecting them to be faithful to you, like some fucking accountant or some shit who lives with you, Mm-mm. you're out of your mind. No. People go across the world, they fuck it, if man or woman, and is you just got to accept that or don't get involved. So, Rod, right. what you're saying is that for women, there are just certain occupations that if you're dating someone that's in that particular occupation, you just need to accept that they just going to be in these streets. But that's yeah. man, too. You just can't say yes. just for women. It, it goes for everybody. Like if you're if you're a, a dude and you've got a woman who's an actor and she gets a movie and plays the part of Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend. You just gonna have to accept that she might fuck that nigga a couple times in them two months they shoot. Mm. That's, it's just it's just gonna happen. It's just research. It's, it's just, just research. You just research. gotta be honest with yourself. Uh, when you were enlisted, were women doing as much fucking as men? Like the women, um, the women NCOs? No. Oh, mm. it's but wild now. Women just went. I'm looking at even just going back to the junior high school. How these girls throwing themselves at guy. Man, we had to beg. Mm. We lucky we got a feel. But now, nah, man, you ain't got to do nothing. Last little bit of research here before we let Uncle Derek go. Thank you, Down South Georgia girl. Here are the jobs with the lowest divorce rates. Hmm. That's possible. Optometrist, 80% of their marriages work. Chemical About engineers. Fucking them eye dorks. <laughs> 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 Clergy, <laughs> dentists, podiatrists, pharmacists, <laughs> biological scientists. All right, you like this one? Veterinarians. Seventy-five percent of their marriages are successful. Yeah, they understand loyalty. 
I mentioned on regular medical doctors don't work. Uh, all the all the dorks are faithful because they have to date other dorks. Don't nobody want to fuck neither one of them, so they safe together. <laughs> I can tell you well, everything yeah, about corneas. I'm an optometrist. Nobody get wet off that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last time you would have got your eyes checked and wanted to fuck the motherfucker giving you the eye test. She might be the only one cheating in the relationship. She ain't going nowhere. Well, as always, Uncle Derek, we've learned a lot and we've probably learned too much. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to check out Unc. Uh, go back to the episode from December 8th titled Jail Money. That was another appearance you made on the program. I had no idea that when you got deployed that you would make Aunt Mary go stay at her mama's house while you was overseas so that nobody could accidentally try to have sex with her at Fort Hood. Uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, brilliant. To Uncle Mary. R.I.P. Yeah. I'm sorry that Uncle Derek put you in storage <laughs> like a goddamn winter coat. <laughs> hey, hey! Oh my gosh! Oh, but that. evil on that ass. <laughs> so the only way to keep so what we've learned so far in this episode, right, is the only way to guarantee that your spouse don't cheat when you're in the military. It's to storm away in a Mississippi town of only 5,000 people just south of Memphis where there's yeah. lots of poverty and not a lot of jobs. Not a lot, of, not a lot of people are yep. willing to cheat on their spouse in front of their own parents, you know? That's <laughs> that's a genius move. Yeah, because everybody know everybody. If anybody yeah, going to be like, where you think you're going at 7 p.m. is your mom. You know what I mean? True. Where you going at 7 o'clock? <laughs> Ride it on it, bro. It's a metaphorical closet. It's all about the metaphorical closet. It's safe in the closet. That's what she told us early on. It's, it's safe. You got to put them in a closet. To the, Mitchell family, to the Mitchell family listening to this right now in Clarksdale, Mississippi, I apologize. I didn't know Uncle Derek was going to say this about your beloved loved one who has passed on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uncle is always... Like a teacup poodle. That's genius. <laughs> Stop talking about my aunt. <laughs> All right, Uncle. We're going to leave you out there. My Uncle out there off the porch in Memphis. Smoking squares and talking shit to his neighbors. I love you, Aunt. Thank uh, you. We'll Bye. All right, man. All right. Okay. After the break, we're going to bring it on home. We got the homie James on. Going to tell us a story about a married woman that was enlisted and was giving up the old boom thing. She was giving up that thigh out. Oh, oh say thigh-out. can you creep? <laughs> <laughs> Job fair, we'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. War! Huh! Yeah! What is it good for? Having sex on base! Say it again! <laughs> War! Huh! Yeah! What is it good for? Banging in the barracks! <laughs> in the military, I just, I'm very fascinated by it because they be fucking. That is a fact. A, a girl I was in the ROTC with in high school, uh, Got kicked out of basic training for fucking in the bathroom. Wow. No. Hallelujah. Everybody out here. Jacqueline, this is the fucking world we live in. Please accept it. I will not Mm. accept it. And I also thought his qualifications were that because he prefers married women. But go ahead. Nobody on this show has had more sex in matrimony than the kid. That's That's fair. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to argue that. I, I'm one for one, and then the husband came to one of my comedy shows, and then I retired. What? What? What are you talking about? Did he confront you? Jacqueline. What are you saying? Jacqueline, I keep telling you, I have lived a life. I'm not sure if this is a service member or the spouse, a, a military husband, who got cheated on, but who do we have on the line, JG? We have James, and James is a Pittsburgh native, and he joined the Navy at 18 and served mm. for seven years. He currently mm. works in, yes, absolutely, thank you. He currently works in medical sales, a job that he says he would have never pursued without his medical training in the Navy. And today he'll be sharing a military cheating story involving his roommate. At the time. What's that like? Were you on the boat, James, when you were deployed? Or were you Navy, you know, on some shore type shit? I was I was in the medical field. So uh, you get to kind of avoid a little bit of sea time if you want. And uh, I, you know, the, the whole idea is, is the Marines are part of the Navy. So we supply their medical personnel. So I uh, was happy if they would have taken me to the Marines rather than go on a ship. I saw a ship from the highway and I was like, oh, that sounds cool, but that sounds cool for somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my story is that uh, I'm sitting, you know, it's a normal Friday night and stationed overseas and I'm going to leave out the base, but let's just say it's really close to the Arctic Circle. And um, the, uh, my roommate comes in, I've already had a couple beers and, uh, he comes in and he's bleeding from his fist. Okay, what happened? And apparently he was trying to move in, put some moves on uh, 
one of the people you know, we were stationed with and she, her room, you, most of the guys, whenever you uh, were around our barracks, you, know, you had two people to a room. Uh, you had a little wall separating it. We actually had pretty nice barracks for the, for the moment. And uh, if your door was locked, you know, you, you, you know, you don't want anybody in or you're not there. Uh, if, you know, most of the time people would just knock and then start letting themselves in, you know, just because it's Friday night, everybody's trying to get drunk, you know, have a good time. So uh, my roommate Sam comes in and I, uh, I see his bleed. I'm like, what the hell happened? He tried to make moves on one of the women and uh, he had thought that he was getting further than he was. And was able to just walk right in there and say hi. And he walked into one of our other friends who was already involved. Yeah. Now the kicker is, so her husband's back at, in the States. Oh, no. So he walks in on her and him and going, oh. <laughs> now, fortunately for everybody involved... <laughs> He walked out of the room, but he was this 20-year-old guy who already had a couple alcohol incidences under his belt in the Navy and not necessarily the best thing to already have because three of those and you could be disarmably discharged. Right. And so, but he's still frustrated and he decides to punch a wall. There it is. I don't know if he saw the picture frame on the wall. Or, or if that's the, the thing that he thought was picking a fight with him, but oh. he, uh, he punched the picture frame. So Slash, sliced up. His, his knuckles were all, all sliced uh. up. Samping. It's so a dangerous he comes, game. He comes into the room. He comes into the room, and we're like, um, and I, I, it's just me and him there. And I'm like, okay, we'll grab a towel, put some pressure on it. We'll, we all know what to do. You know, both of us knew what to do with it, but we also knew that we couldn't take him to the ER, even though we knew everybody at the ER. Mm. On what grounds? Because they're going to go, well, what happened? Well, I saw somebody married fucking somebody else that they wasn't married to when I was going over there to fuck. Yeah, I walked in on on a lady I was interested in going down on Ensign Ricky. <laughs> wow. All right, so you wrap him up. So we wrap him up, and, uh, you know, he the first thing that would happen at the ER is breathalyzer. And you're injured, you've had alcohol, you're injured because of you having alcohol. It, he runs at risk. So we, we don't want it. Nobody wants to get him in trouble. So I, we get a couple other guys, and, uh, we start going, okay, what do we need to do? So we call, we find out who's on, on duty over at the ER. We call in for some lidocaine and some various other, other things, suture and everything else. And yeah, I only had a couple beers, so I was sober enough to inject the lidocaine. And then one of my other friends was <laughs> suturing him up. Y'all had to just like true Navy men. I respect this. This is, this is what Navy dudes do. That, that, that's what's up. But no, nah, because Air Force dudes, it's, Air Force dudes would have would have punked out and took him to the hospital. 
Real talk. The, the, the Marines, the Navy, and the Army, they were like, one of y'all knows how to stitch a dude up, right? All right, bet. Let's go. That's how they go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the truth. Coast Guard and Air Force would went to the hospital. Navy, Marines, Army, they'd have figured it out. Somebody, he'd have looked real crazy at roll call in the morning, but he'd have lived. And that's what's important. That, that's Here's a broad question, James. <laughs> Why do you think infidelity is so high in the military? I know you can only speak for the Navy in your experience, but I imagine it's got to be some overlap in ideology across the branches. Why do you think infidelity is so much higher in this line of work than others? Um, and I, I saw her shaking his head on it. Um, you know, you, you get incentivized to get married early. You do. You know, and you the, the wives have benefits and everything else um there's so many things that that come about and it is with the best of intentions but you're also you know 19 20 18 you know and you're you're the whole world is now open to you because you're coming from your small town in nebraska and you never saw a city or before or whatever else and now it's stationed with people who that's why you stay away from the local women because they're trying to trap you. The military wants you to get married early because when you get married early, that means you go into debt because you start having children. You have to buy new cars for both you and her. Then eventually you got to have some other things. And then guess what? It's reenlistment time. I need that additional bonus. So that's why they're trying to push you out there to get but married that, but, but when you're when you're 18, 19, 20 years old and shit, you don't know any better. And like for real, I can't I can't say it for everybody in the military, but most of the dudes that are joining the military normally weren't, you know, like you weren't knocking it down back at the crib. Not like that. You 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 haven't had enough experience. Oh, that's right. It is a show I could say that on. My bad, Roy. Let me say that right. You have not had enough, enough experience with pussy to make real decisions with your life at 18, 19, and 20 years old. And the first time, yo, and the first time the local shorty throws the, throws the pee on you and you ain't never had that before, you wide open. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Especially the military dudes. It's a wrap. And most of these people are, are getting into long-term relationships with people that they're not going to see in the future let alone have seen in the past. So the infidelity just comes with the territory. You can't take two people and let them date for like a month or two and then have them stay faithful <laughs> to each other over 18 months, 6,000 miles apart. That's that's illogical. Well, there, there's also the part that James was, was alluding to. I Again, I just noticed growing up in it, when you are young in the military, they literally throw money at you to get cars and to get houses and stuff like that. And again, if you've never seen that type of money, you I mean, period, like you make you make decisions based on what you've seen and what you've known. If you are 18 or 19 or 22 years old, 20 years old and you're enlisted by the time you're in for your what your second tour, you damn sure got enough credit and everything else to buy cars, high five, you know, dope TVs, all that kind of stuff. So you're literally like an overpaid teenager, man. Like, you know, you you, you really are, man. You're mm. an overpaid teenager and you're getting laid. Oh, man, can't nobody tell you shit. Sam was sipping. He had no reason to be upset mm -hmm. with this woman mm. for having sex with somebody. He's not her husband. Why is he upset? But that's also something that people who cheat go through where people want 
you to be faithful to the cheat. And mm. sometimes it's the person okay, who's cheating. Sometimes it's the person who's not. But a lot of times you find yourself in a situation where when somebody is cheating on someone with you, they want y'all to be exclusive except for the other shit they have going on. And it's a weird thing. Okay. And that's what Sam did. He he was already in line. She was already married. So she's already having sex with somebody back home. And now he's trying to hit it and he walks in on somebody else hitting it and he gets upset and busts his hand open and that's dumb. He's sipping. You have no reason to be mad at her. She's not cheating on you. Why are you upset that somebody else who's in the exact same position as you, you got to understand where they're coming from. Everybody's trying to hit that. And if she wants to let somebody else hit that, what are you upset about? You're not her man. (laughs) Is he wrong? Is he wrong for being in love? You're the side dude. Is it wrong for being in love as the side dude? Falling in love with the wife? very wrong. Is he wrong? He's very Very wrong. wrong for that. He's very idiotic. But there's a difference between having feelings and being jealous. Mm. Feelings are okay. feelings just exist. Mm. You can have feelings for somebody without being jealous of them because that, that's the same way friendships work. Your best friend has other friends. You're not jealous of them, right? Like fair. It's the same with having feelings for somebody who's you're cheating with or who's cheating with you. If the other person is in a relationship, and y'all hook up, you can have feelings for them, but you should never be jealous. Your whole relationship is centered around them being with someone else, mentally, physically, emotionally, and sexually. So if you know she has a husband and that doesn't make you not want to hook up with her, why are you upset that she's hooking up with a third person? It makes no sense. All he had to do was knock on that door, she not answer, and go try to fuck somebody else. Or just go to his room and keep drinking and hook up with her later. He's already in line. <laughs> Who cares if it's one or two people? Probably he beat the shit, shit out of that picture frame for no reason. That's all it is to it. So you saying, so you saying, Rod, he should have walked in them barracks like, like he was at the barbershop talking to his barber. How many you got in front yeah, of him? Yeah, belt him up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we now and I, if we if we keep it real, he should have been like, "What kind of party is this?" You know what I mean? Because because <laughs> if she's married and she's willing to fuck him on the base and she's fucking another dude on the base, I mean, you need to find out if she down to set that thing out. You know what I mean? If you'll fuck me Monday and him Tuesday, why not just fuck us both Wednesday? You know what I'm saying? What's the difference? <laughs> if it was Fuck the kid, I don't want in that room and saw that and just been like, I mean, can I jump in or do I need can to I wait? Can I jump in or wait? Do I need to wait or the worst she can say is you need to wait. I mean, come on. <laughs> you and somebody was supposed to fuck and you show up to fuck, but they already mid fuck with somebody else. Which person do you ask first if you can join in? The dude or the woman? It depends on who you were there to fuck. <laughs> Damn, answer. And on that note, James, <laughs> I think that's as good as any place to end. Thank you so much for your service. More importantly, thank you for listening to the podcast, Word brother. Up. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you, James. Thank you, James. That's the show. 
Roy's Job Fair is a product of iHeartRadio, Comedy Central, South Park, and Princeton Productions. feel like we're going to leave here with more questions than answers. I'd like to say as a married person, I'm so glad that Rod is here. You're brilliant, brother. Go ahead on. <laughs> James had the same answer Rod did. James had the exact same answer Rod did. James shook his head like, yeah. Sexual mm. consent is on the person you're having sex with, not any other parties, right? Fair. So fair, fair, fair. If you're there to have sex with a woman and she's already having sex, you don't ask another dude if he wants to join. You ask her if it's okay if he joins or if you Oh, y'all, stop talking. Just stop talking. <laughs> we'll be back next week. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.